So. All right. <laughs> How we doing today? Yes, How we doing today? Podcast. Uh, first podcast. All right. So, I'm Tyler. I'm CJ. Um, this is uh, Couch Christians. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So a little background about me. Um, I'm, I'm 18. I go to Grove City High School. I play baseball there. I've played baseball since my freshman year. Um, I go to the gym. I lift. You know. Um, that's a little bit background about me. What about you, CJ? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I go. I run cross country. Um, okay. I run cross country and track. Um, City High School. Um, eighteen. Um, and I grew up in Taze Valley, so I haven't gone here my whole life. But yeah, kind of in the country. So yeah, that's me. Yeah. So a little bit about my testimony and how I became a Christian. So starting way back in middle school, um, I was getting confirmed. And, like, you know, like, I was asked to pick, like, a favorite Bible story or a Bible verse or something like that. And I, I didn't really know, like, what to choose because since then, like, up until about my middle school year, like, I've just always gone to church with my mom. And, like, she'd always take us. And it just, like, Christianity didn't, like, fit with me. It just didn't seem like a thing for me. But, like, yeah. Uh, it just didn't really seem like a thing for me, but, you know, I started going to, like, church, and basically, like, after my confirmation, I started going to church, and, like, started feeling, like, Christianity for myself, and, like, started being, like, a Christian myself, you know, and not just, like, it being forced onto me, like, just, you know, go to church, blah, 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 and all that, you know, so I started being more of a Christian myself and not just like something my mom brought into my life a big part of like what helped me with that is a youth pastors her Diana and Brock she's probably the best person ever I, I biggest person to increase my faith and so yeah kind of ever since then I've kind of just like spoke about my my personal faith and stuff and I found a bible story that really fit with me which was um, Saul who was turned into Paul right yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, basically, a little bit, a little bit of a story for people who don't know is that he Saul used to be like a guy who persecuted Christians and was like, blah, 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 blah. like you guys are gonna go get persecuted because you believe in Christ." And then one day he was staring, like Jesus came to him and was like, "In the flesh, like Jesus, right there in front of him, and was like, yo, you gotta stop doing that.'" And he like changed there, like he he was changed by just like being in the presence of just like relaxing and sitting back and just looking and just being like, whoa, there's Jesus, and like that's just how much power Jesus can have, and no matter where you are in your life, whatever you're doing, you can always go and like believe, you know. There's no stopping you. It doesn't matter. Yeah, definitely. That was really good. Um, I. I think I relate to that a lot. Um, that was cool. Thanks for sharing that, Tyler. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, that was cool. Um, and so yeah, um, my story is kind of similar but different a little bit. Um, I grew up in like a Christian. I grew up in the same Christian church I go to right now. Uh, we go every Sunday, like all the time. Uh, then I got in, as I got into middle school. Uh, my brother's from Ukraine, so we adopted him. Um, that was very hard on me because, you know, I was an only child for 11 years. Um, and all of a sudden, have, like, this new guy in our family, you know. So I was kind of like, you know, what's happening here? So I was like, 
I don't think I really established, I don't think I ever really had an established relationship with God, but it was, like, one of those things where, like, you know, I'm just, like, oh, I go to church, you know, on Sundays and, like, play Subway Surfers while I'm, like, listening to the, the sermon, and, like, so I didn't really learn anything every Sunday. Like, it was just kind of, like, a box check. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that, honestly. Um, that's why we want to kind of just talk about, like, couch Christians, because we used to be both couch Christians. Uh, that's why we named this podcast Couch Christians, because, like, you know, like, a couch Christian is a person that, like, you know, is, like, sits there and doesn't do anything. Mm, yeah, they kind of just, like, sit back on, like, their couch and just, like, you know, they're, like, um, yeah, I believe in God, but, you know, there's this party Saturday, and, like, I'm still gonna go to it, and then I have church the next day, you know, I, I'll just, like, pray it off, you know, just because I'll just repent, you know, I'll keep that pattern and just, like, you know, kind of sit back and be a lazy Christian in the sense. Um, yeah. Yeah, but definitely. Yeah, but that's kind of, yeah, and we're not saying, like, you know, it's bad to be a lazy Christian, but it's it's definitely, like, you know, Jesus calls us to take action, you know, with our faith. Um, and so, yeah, just, like, I grew up like that uh, and was very not really involved in the church. I went to the church. You know, my parents were very involved, but I wasn't uh, at all. So, um, I got more, uh, kind of just got into people that were not, had the best intentions for me. Um, people started doing drugs, a lot of drugs around me. Uh, I was going down on a bad road very fast, uh, but God had a different plan for me. Uh, and these people were very rude to me. I realized that uh, about that early on, which was very good after a couple of years. I mean, I know that's not early on, but some people live their whole life like this. Um, so I moved to Grove City here. Um, brother graduated because we didn't want him to move again. Uh, and I thought this one girl was cute. Uh, I'm not going to name not going to say her name, but she knows who she is. Uh, she brought me to church, and ever since that, people have just poured into my life. Uh, it's been super cool. Uh, just have people pour in your life uh, to you um, and want you to grow. Um, it's really, you know, the point of this podcast, we're just trying to pour into people's lives. Uh, and we have hope in people, you know. Uh, I think a lot of people, like, they want that, but they don't know how to find it. Uh, and, yeah. So, um, yeah, that was that kind of leads into, like, the topic of this first episode, you know, which is um, Christ- being a Christian in school. Yeah. Um, got a couple of questions here. Let's read the first one. Um, let's see, what... What's it like to be a Christian in school for you? Let's start with you. Uh, so I think, like, it's hard, you know. Uh, there's a lot of just, like, girls that don't wear appropriate clothes. And I think that's hard <laughs> as a boy, you know. Uh, I think that's, like, one of the toughest things. But I think it's also cool because, you know, like, you have a reputation around um, school for the teachers, you know. Um, some of them know it. Some of them don't. But you definitely hold a good reputation for people. Um, and if you just say you're a Christian. Um, even if you don't live it out, but especially as living it out, you definitely have a good reputation with your teachers. Um, but it's definitely a challenge, and uh, you're gonna mess up. But God is uh, God is faithful in that. So yeah, my thing with like being a Christian in school right now is that you know like there's all these people and like all these things that are gonna like try and attack you. You know, almost like Satan. You know, he's he's in there in the schools, just like almost trying to attack you. You know, yeah. Um, and so if you stay strong in your faith and like even represent your faith in the school and not try and like hide it, you know, like some people do. Some people are scared to admit, say, hey, I'm a Christian because they're scared of that backlash that they're going to get from like people who who, you know, don't really believe and have issues with like people believing because of just like just general ideals and stuff. And so I think. I think being like 
being a person who like believes and, and like you got to be like the kind of uh representation of like of Christians, you know. You you go in there and there's some people who don't believe and you kind of just have to be that representation and be like the reason why somebody wants to believe, you know? And so kind of just holding strong in your faith is kind of really good. Um, being a Christian in school, you know, and high school, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard. And like some people, some people, like I was wearing my faith shirt one time for dogs for Christ. And I was at, a public event for my old travel team and some guy came up to me and was like you're really l young to be deciding like what you believe in i i kind of honestly felt that was weird he was like your shirt your shirt's really cool i like your shirt um but like you're really you're young and for what you for standing up for that in today's world is also kind of cool you know, but you're also young, and for you to be, be believing is kind of weird, which I thought was weird that he said that because I just thought, you know, like, it was normal for, like, younger people just, you know, have faith, but looking into it now, like, social media and stuff like that, it's really not. Like, you barely ever see anybody who's young and will confess that they're, that they're a Christian and stuff, and if you look if you look like whenever we were starting this podcast we looked and tried to find like teen podcasters you know teen christian podcasters see how yeah. big like how big this thing was but there was like nobody yeah there was nobody because i feel like some people one don't know what to talk about yeah. um, and two they just don't have like the confidence to go and talk about christianity you know yeah, I think it's, I think it's hard, you know, like, I think a lot of people, uh, especially, like, in this culture, you know, they, they treat Christianity as something as, like, you should do when you're older, you know, to, like, you know, get saved, but I think it's something that, you know, like, if you really want to live your life for God, it has to be in your teenage years, because that's when you're learning a lot, um, that's when you establish a lot of your patterns, um, so I think it's important, you know, that, I was watching this video, the other day and this guy was talking about how we we give 10 percent as a tithe um some people give more but that's usually like a standard you know that's not really a standard but that's kind of like the culturally appropriate thing to do i guess if you could say so um but like our teenage years are 10 percent like eight uh 13 to 19 is like what is that six years seven years so teenage years are like your seven seven out of seventy years is ten percent. So like you give those ten years, you fully devoted to Christ, like it will change your life. It's gonna be hard, you know, it's not gonna be easy, but being a Christian in high school is establishing that that ground and it can really change the result of your whole life, you know. And I think it's so important, you know, because you're going into one of the cru most crucial parts of your life, college and deciding where you wanna do for your career. Uh, and God has a calling in your life, you know, and there's definitely a calling, um, and just like you, you wouldn't, I wouldn't know the calling of my life, and I still kind of don't, but just following the calling on, for God's life is so much bigger, and God has so much, uh, more plans than we ever know or imagine, honestly. But yeah, what do you think about that, Tyler? Um, I, I like, 
yeah that i see what you're saying you know like that 10 percent, you know um and if, like devoting your life to christ you know at this at this age you know you got college in front of you you got high school you got whatever's the next step in your life you know if you you believe and you know like you pray and stuff and like you see that like you hear god's calling and like your plan as you progress like that's i yeah i feel like people will go through this a whole lot easier if they you know like believe that like this is god's plan you know you yeah. just got to believe that it's his plan um yeah uh yeah another thing with the plan is that like i i remember david goggins saying this okay he was like he, so so whenever he used to be like that you know that big guy and like how he said you know i don't want to get to like these gates and there's god standing there he's like uh hmm, this this guy his name's david goggins he's like this is who you were supposed to be but this is who you are yeah and you know like that's that's my biggest thing is that like what if i get there and god's like this is who you were supposed to be this was my plan for you this was my path but you decided that this is what you're gonna be you know yeah and not follow my path not my plan and that's just like my biggest thing is that like i'm gonna follow god's plan because i want to get there and i want him to be this is who you who you are and who you were supposed to be yeah definitely and i think and that like you know it all kind of ties back to like you know being responsible about what you're doing you know and like you know this this couch is really comfortable you know <laughs> but like we can't like if we sit here you know all day um like we we're never gonna like live up to god's potential for us you know uh, i think that's just really important to realize it all starts when you're young you know um in high school you know but yeah so yeah so the way these but yeah i think yeah it's just like um yeah it's crazy you know what god has you um plans for you and yeah, and uh, high school, like I was talking about, it's a really uncomfortable um, time in your life, you know. But that's kind of just like how, I don't know, it might set the standard for your life uh, as a Christian. Uh, and it sounds really uncomfortable, but God, what God has for you is so much more, like, joyful, I guess. Uh, and just, like, being blessed is so much more... Um, like blessings are about like what what we what we have like not what we have but like what how good God has been and what God who like who God has been and who God is going to be not like necessarily our circumstance now like being happy is right here in the present you know um, I think it's important to like just yeah like high school is not the most fun time of the year but it's gonna get way like it's gonna get better i guess in life yeah so what's our what's our next question what are we looking at here um, let me see let me see so um i think christianity is more in school or less in school oh that's a good question so i think i think personally for us that like a lot of the teachers i feel like a lot of the teachers believe and a lot of like the um a lot of the staff believes you know so like for us i feel like it's a big part of like our school even though we do go to a public school it's still there you know 
like yeah. we have um the fca the dogs for christ yeah. um and like you know a lot of the teachers still believe in like if you need someone to talk to you can always go to one of those teachers and like you you can always have help but like i feel like for other kids in other schools there's schools who don't even have an fca and like yeah. just don't even talk about it at all and i was talking to my cousins they they live in west virginia they have an fca but it, they do it during their lunch time mm, they get pizza and stuff but it's only like 10 of them compared to where we are and it's like there's a hundred of us at least yeah at least a hundred of us in the morning i ate it at seven seven fifteen seven fifteen a.m um, before school starts people come and just listen to the word so i feel like for us it is a lot a lot of it in school mm-hmm. um which you know i feel like a lot of other places need to like start kind of like gearing towards that you know because as we progress and like it gets further out of school there's more people who just like stop believing yeah and definitely. they just don't know the real like word and stuff you know and yeah what are your thoughts yeah i think it's it's hard, you know. Uh, I think there's a lot of, like, things to be doing in high school, uh, things to distract you, like, a lot of stuff. Um, so many things, you know. Uh, but I think there's a lot of, you know, I think there's a lot of Christianity in school, um, especially in our school. I think it honestly depends on the school um, and the leaders of the school. I think Grove City is a great place to live. Uh, and it was kind of founded on churches, I'm pretty sure Grove City was. Uh, that kind of just shows the culture, but I think, yeah, it's important to just put it in the school because it can grow. Um, and, like, a place that's not supposed to have Christianity, it's so cool when it does, you know. So, yeah, I think that's just, like, really cool um, to, you know, be part of a school that wants to grow um, in Christ. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with you, you know, being in a school where they're, like, where there's like Christ and stuff, you know, it's kind of it's kind of cool because like you get people of all different backgrounds that just like, you know, they they come they come to school, you know, and then there's also Christ that's involved and like they he moves people he moves people with inside that school and I just think it's really cool. Yeah, definitely, and I think like the part about having being young, you know, like people. Once they get set in their beliefs, like, they're not going to change when they're older. But, like, being young is, like, people are so much more likely to kind of take that idea and, like, run with it, I guess. Um, but I think it's important to, like, you have all these young people at school. Like, it's so important to have something that, you know, that's true. Like, this is the truth, you know. It's life or death. Um, so important to have that, um, that thing. So, yeah. But, yeah. So, what are we looking at now? Uh, how to be a better Christian in school. Ooh, that's yeah. a good one. Uh, do you want to start off with this one? Yeah, I'll start out with it. Okay. So, I think, honestly, just, like, being open to opportunities that present themselves to you. Uh, I think just, like, I try to be open in, like, prayer. Uh, God, like, God, do whatever you want to do in the school day, God. Uh, just really being not scared. I think a lot of people, I used to be scared to present the gospel to people, but people were really like, you know, they're like, oh, I've never had someone talk to me about that. So I think it's really important to like, you know, just be open with people around you. Like, oh, what are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm going to youth group. Like I could say like, oh, I'm going to this church thing, you know, that's like, oh, like it's, it's 
but like I really like going to it, you know. Uh, I really enjoy it, and like, hey, do you want to come? You know, I'll buy food for you before. You know, you don't have to do that, but like, I did that to some people, and it's like really cool. You know, um, I think it's hard, you know, to to put yourself out there, but to be open with people um, and see where that goes is super cool. So yeah, yeah, I I I feel like my thing to like become a better Christian and like what I can do better in school is spreading the word. You know. Yeah. Like I, I struggle with that. I'm still scared. Like even outside of school, even outside of school, I'm scared to even say like, God bless you. Like Jesus loves you and stuff like that. I'm scared. Uh, like at work, some people will ask me for like help. Cause I work at Kroger, work in the produce section and people will come up to me and be like, do you know where this is? And I'll tell them like, yeah, it's over here and blah, blah, blah. And like, then I'll end and be like, you have a nice day. But I, I, sometimes in the back of my head, I'm like, say, say Jesus loves you, say Jesus loves you, but I never end up doing it. I'm just, I just feel like that's what I can do to work on being a better Christian, you know, being a better Christian in school, being better Christian outside of school and just being a better Christian in general is just spreading more of God's love. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, it's, yeah, it's hard to like do that because I think Satan, you know, he doesn't want us to do that uh, because he doesn't want people to know about God, but I think it's so important, um, super crucial to, like, when you do something nice, it could be for so many other reasons, but to say, like, oh, this is why I did it is so powerful, um, and really important to do that, especially in school, because there's so many reasons you could do it. You could do it to, like, you know, oh, I like this girl, so I'm going to do that, you know, or to, you know, benefit yourself, but I think it's so important to, you know, know uh, why, but yeah. So, yeah, I I just feel like that's what we got to do, you know, be a better Christian, you know? Yeah, just definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next topic is, not topic, um, next thing is uh, popularity. Oh, yeah, popularity. All right. So, yeah, I had kind of picked this out um, because, uh, what like, Jesus, you know, like, there's some things that, like, Jesus says about popularity, you know? Because that's the biggest thing in high school. People are like, I want to be the most popular guy there yeah. is. I want to be the most popular girl there is. I want to be really popular. I want to have all these friends and stuff. Um, what's the first Bible verse? It was like Luke something. It's Luke nine twenty five. Okay, I probably should have had these. Uh, oh, you're good. They can wait. <laughs> um, yeah, I probably should have had these. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know where Luke is. Oh, there's Matthew. All right. Okay, Luke what? Okay, so yeah, if we look in here at Luke 9.25, this is the Application Study Bible. Um, It's the NLT version. Um, So yeah, basically just for like teens, you know, just trying to get into that word. Uh, It applies it to your life and stuff. Um, Okay. Okay, and it says, and... And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but yourself lost or destroyed? So that's kind of, that's kind of like what it says about popularity, you know, like, what do you gain? Like, what do you gain if you get like all this world, you know, like all these worldly possessions and stuff? Yeah. Uh, uh, but then it also goes on to say, but are yourself lost or destroyed? You know? Yeah. Like, definitely. I feel like you're definitely going to be lost lost in this world if you get all this popularity you know try and gain all those 
popular worldly possessions, but you're going to be lost and destroyed without Jesus. And that's what Jesus says in Hearing and Tell because it's in the red text. Yeah. I love the red text, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what's the next one? We got a, we got another one in there. Um, uh, Bible verse, next Bible yeah. Verse? Yeah, next Bible verse. Um, it is uh, Galatians 1.10. Galatians. Isn't that? This is really testing my Bible knowledge. I am not like good with the Bible, you know, guys. I gotta, I gotta get more into this Bible. All right, I gotta start. I gotta start reading this word some more. Yes, sir. Oh my gosh, where is it? I got it. You do? Yeah. Okay. It says, obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be a Christ servant. So. Ooh yeah. Yeah, I think that's really deep. Uh, it's really cool. Um, I didn't even know we were going to talk about this, but mm-hmm. it's pretty cool because, you know, like, <laughs> I think it's interesting because, you know, like, I think a lot of people think, like, Christianity, you know, there's, like, it's like, you know, I'm not going to, I'm going to try to prove people and God, but, like, we got to choose. Uh, once I want to pr- uh, the approval of people, you know, um, but we have to choose, you know, when it really comes down to it. Um, what do we want to choose? Like, what do we want to approve? God will let us take the approval of people. Like He'll let us do. Let it. He's not gonna stop us. But the approval of God is so much bigger, you know. Uh, so I don't know. It's so worth it, you know. But yeah, what do you think about that? Um, you know, I once watched this one thing on Instagram one time. It was it was about a pastor. A pastor was doing his sermon. He was like, he had two ladders, all right, and he was going up the ladders. He was like, one side, this is the world. This is the yeah. world, you know. And then the other side, this is God. This yeah. is God, your worldly like your godly possessions and stuff like as and like he was climbing up the ladder and as you progress in your faith you want to try and please the world too but you also want to climb in your faith and he gets up the ladder and he's halfway up and he's doing the splits he's like this is what some people are trying to do they're trying to please the world but also please god and he's like you kind of you have to choose one you can either go up the ladder and please the world but not please God, or you can go up the ladder, and the other ladder, and please God. And I feel like that's kind of what that's getting at, is that, you know, you have two options in life. You can either please the world, yeah. please the world, gain all that popularity, be, yeah, I'm Mr. Cool Guy mm-hmm. and stuff, or you can build with Christ and go up the ladder with Christ and, like, progress in your faith with Christ. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting because, you know, like, say you're on that ladder, you know, um, and <laughs> you're, like, it's going to be really uncomfortable, you know. Um, stuff might, like, start to rip apart, like, your pants, you know, if you're, like, you're, like <laughs> Dude, you just, yeah, like, is it because I just ripped my pants? <laughs> yeah, but it reminds me, you know, like, I'm on to something now. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And, um, Let you cook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just preheating the oven right here, you know. This is a real chef. Um. But, yeah, like, it's just, like, you know, it's going to be pain and stuff to, like, tear apart, like, your pants and, like, maybe other people's stuff, you know. Um, and I think it's important, you know, to, like, choose one side or the other, you know. Sure, we're going to have bad days. We're going to have, like, days where we choose the world. Um, I definitely those days. But just, like, choosing God, um, can up and, like, making that main your main priority, I don't think it's important, you know. But, yeah. Yeah, you know, you said something about, like, choosing the world sometimes. Like, I feel like that's the biggest thing with Christians and, like, people who 
are kind of skeptical about believing is that they're like, oh, but like, I have to do all this. I have to give up my worldly possessions. I have to do X, Y, and Z, you know, um, and I have to be perfect in order to get into heaven. You you don't have to be perfect. Yeah. Nobody's going to be perfect. Yeah. You, you are going to mess up. You are going to mess up. You're going to please the world. You are yeah. going to want to please the world. You are going to be with the world sometimes. But God's still going to accept you. Yeah. He's still going to accept you if you try and you confess with all your heart and believe that, hey, Jesus died for me, yeah. and I'm, and I believe that. Jesus yeah. died for me, and I believe that. I believe in the Lord. I believe that he is has fallen and then he's risen yeah so i think you know one of my favorite bible verses is ephesians uh 2 8 through 9 it says god saved you by his grace when you believed and you can't you can't take credit for it it is a gift from god so i think like you know we can't like we can't do anything to like earn our salvation Um, there's obviously things like when you when you start to see like what God has done for you, you're going to want to change. But just believing, you know, um, having that faith is the biggest step you can take, honestly. Um, and like Romans ten nine, um, kind of talking about how like how you get saved, uh, and is by believing by your heart. You uh, hold up. Let me pull it up. Let me actually like get it. Like I don't want to mess it up. This is this is important stuff. You always, always at that Bible study. You always be talking about Romans. Um, I feel like Romans is also like a really good book. I I really like Romans. Yeah, um, there's a lot of good stuff in there. But yeah, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So, I think it's so important, you know, that like we as Christians, you know, like that is all like we have to do. If you believe with your heart, wait, what is it? What is it again? Uh, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So, like, if you believe that, that's how you get saved. It's not by, like, doing all these crazy things. Like, he would say that if he wanted you to do that. But just believing that, like, Jesus was raised from the dead. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like that's the thing. Like, Jesus is a very literal person. If he yeah. wants you to do something, he will tell you. There's no hiding it. Yeah. You may have to, like, do a little bit of, like, thinking about like what he's saying in the bible mm-hmm. but like he's not gonna hide it you know yeah so what are we looking at next um so we're gonna talk about uh well actually there's another verse for popularity um john 15 18 through 25 that's i i like this one um i was looking these up last night <laughs> yeah. um i really do like this one um these dude i tell you bro Guys, while we're finding this, you can go get some water or something like that. 1740. I'm taking a little sip. You know, I'm going <laughs> to pet this dog. You got anything to say? You don't got anything to say. Is she sleeping, man? Oh, my gosh. Okay, I just skipped past it, dude. You mind pulling it up? <laughs> oh, my gosh, bro. I just skipped I just skipped past it. You're on 15, 18 through 25. Oh, my gosh, thanks. Just go ahead if you got it. It's okay. 15, right? If the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. The world would love you as one of its own if you belonged to it. But you are no longer part of the world. 
I chose you to become out of the world, so it hates you. Do you remember that what I told you as a slave is not greater than the, ma than, than the master? Since they persecuted me naturally, they will persecute you. And if they w had listened to me, they would listen to you. They will not do this all to you because of me. For they have rejected the one who sent me. The one the, the, they would not be guilty if I had not come and spoken to them. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Anyone who hates me also hates my father. If I hadn't done such miracles signs to them, no one would else could do. They would not be guilty. Because that is as it is, they have seen everything I did. Yet they still hate me and my father. This fulfills what is written in the scripture. They hated me without seeing. Yeah. That's a lot. That that is a lot. Let's let's break it down. Let's break it down. All right. So first he's he's talking about how like if if you follow God, then the world's gonna hate you. You know yeah. that kind of goes back to that beatitude, Matthew five, um, Matthew five verse eleven through twelve. I have this memorized because I spoke about it. Hey. Uh, I don't have the entire verse memorized. I just know where it is. Yeah. Um, but he said, um, "Blessed the." Are the ones who are persecuted persecuted so they will become righteous yes for they will become righteous and you know you're you're in this world and like he he knows you're going to be persecuted he yeah. knows he knows you're gonna people are gonna you're gonna get a lot of backlash like i feel like we're gonna get a lot of backlash for this for this podcast but you know it it, it needs to happen you know yeah, i just kind of hate i just kind of felt like you know i had that calling I had yeah. that calling he was just like you gotta make podcast you gotta yeah. spread my love spread my love some way so that's that's where we're at now but you know like you're gonna get that backlash yeah and he even says it he, he's like because because you're following me you're gonna get hated but yeah. i don't like the word hate it's worth it <laughs> i don't like the word hate you know yeah i don't i don't know why i just don't like the word hate yeah i mean yeah it's it's hard you know but it's so worth it because Jesus, like, you know, he's done a lot for us. You know, so it's important. I think, like, the more we get hated, the more we know we're doing our job, if that makes sense. I know it kind of sounds weird, but, you know, but yeah. We got, uh, <laughs> we got some friendship next. Oh, yeah. Friendship's a biggie in school. You know, in school, you have all these friendships. You got these yeah. relationships. You got your girlfriends. You got your the boyfriends. <laughs> you got, you got, you know. Um, your people, your homies, mm -hmm. you got all of them in there, you yeah. know. Um, so let's let's dive into the word, see what the word says so, about friendships. Uh, it says Thessalonians five eleven. Oh yeah, I, I I really like this one. Looking it up, it was the very first one I looked up. I was like French Bible verses about friendship. Yeah, and it was this one. Who? Hold up. Bible. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like the Bible app is way easier to navigate than the actual Bible. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it says, so encourage each other and build each other up just as you are already doing. Is that the, first, is that the right Bible verse? Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. Um, so, yeah, you know, we kind of got into this conversation about our Bible study two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, last one I was at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of missed last week. To Florida, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, we were kind of talking about that, about friendships, and about how like some people say like as a Christian you should drop your non-Christian friendships, you yeah. know, but like 
the Bible says, you know, you build each other up. Don't break each other down. Don't, don't like leave that friendship. You know, you can build them up. You can build them up in Christ. You know, you can, because people are like, don't be in friendships where they're going to take you away from Christ. But what if you're in that friendship to build their faith in Christ? You know, it kind of, it kind of like contradicts itself. You kind of have to be in that relationship and that friendship and build your life in Christ while also building with theirs. You know, you guys can kind of piggyback off each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's hard, you know, uh, to, I find sometimes like the people I'm closest to, um, the, like, not ru- I'm rude to them sometimes because, like, you know, I can, like, I want to have a good price for personal connection with people, but, like, I come home talking to my parents, and I'm, like, you know, uh, I'm being, like, kind of not, not the nicest to them, so I think it's important, you know, um, as we have friendships that we build each other up, encourage each other, um, yeah. Yeah, you know, I think it's really cool. I think it's really cool. Like, I keep talking about our friendship, you know. Yeah. Our friendship, you know, at the start of school year, I had no idea who in the world you were. Yeah. And then we started going dogs for Christ. And I started seeing you, you know. We started doing that Bible study, that yeah. that little miniature Bible study at the start of it. Um, we started doing that. And I then, I, like, we just kind of grow closer closer together as, like, a friendship. And, like, we are like, hey, man, come to this, come to this all do Bible study on Thursday. <laughs> All right. I was like, I'll be there, but I'll be a little bit late. I got that youth group, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I I showed up, and, like, we've kind of just grown closer. I think God really brought us really yeah, brought us there, you know? Now we're um, sitting in this dude's basement. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now we're in my basement recording a podcast. Yeah. Um, that's wild, bro. I, I still can't believe that. That's wild. Yeah. But, yeah, I think it's important, you know? Um, yeah. Being closer. Got anything else to say about that? No, no. Uh, so the next one is John fifteen, twelve through thirteen. Forget what this one's about. I th- I think I threw a couple in there about uh relationships, like intimate relationships and stuff. I feel like this one may be about it. Like kissing. Um, no, not not necessarily like that. But you know, like, like actual like girlfriends. You know, yeah, girlfriends and stuff like that. Yeah, so this is a commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. There's no greater love than to lay one's life down for one. Yes. I picked that one because it kind of reminded me of the um, old saying, you know, um, don't, like, do to others that you wouldn't want to be done to yourself, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, So, you know, kind of just love people, love people and, like, have that good kindness about yourself like god has loved you you know spread spread it through you you know spread that love have people see like what it is to be loved like like jesus loves you you know yeah definitely i think yeah like like jesus loved jesus loved us so much that he laid um his life down for us so i think it's important that we lay our life down for like one another um and they might them that looks different for everybody's life you know but just really get uncomfortable for each other, doing stuff that you wouldn't want to do normally, but you want to do because you love that person so much and you want to, like, um, share it with them, I guess. Um, so, yeah. So we got Luke 6.31 next. Luke 6.31. All right. Good old Luke. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. 
That's the only I I remember Levit uh Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, and then my mind goes blank, and then I got Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So it says, "Do to others as you would like them to do to you." Ah, there it is. I knew it was in there. I th uh, that last one kind of got me, but yep, do to others as you would like them to do to you. Right there, it says it in the Bible. You know, we've been told it from the start. I never really knew where it came from. I kind of just thought parents made it up just so that you were nice to other people. But, you know, there is an origin to it. Yeah. It's the Bible. Yeah. Everything started in the Bible. Everything started in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that that one, that one's a good one. It's yeah. a it's an oldie, but it's a goodie, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think it's important, you know, to do to others as you would do to them. So, mm -hmm. no. Do to others as you would like to do them to you uh, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah how do you say that um, i think it's important to do that so. Mm -hmm. so what are we looking at now um we get into the end of it because towards the end of it i kind of just like threw a random word out there i didn't really know what to call it okay. but um, proverbs twelve twenty six. oh yeah that's right there's one more verse for this one is this the last verse for friendship yeah and then after that there's that one and we already talked about Matthew 5, 11 through 12. The uh, godly given good advice to their friends. The godly give good advice to their friends. The wicked lay them astray. Yes. So, what do you think that means? I'm going to let you take this one. Uh, so, I think, like, the godly, like, stay with their friends and they help them, you know. But the, like, people that leave them astray or like the wicked you know um, the wicked doesn't really care about their friends they just kind of like leave them astray yeah you know i kind of feel like i kind of feel like that's where these people get that um saying from not that saying but like that thought where if that doesn't grow you closer to god and it leads you astray then you should drop that friendship but it doesn't say anything about leaving that friendship it just says that they're gonna lead you astray but you can lead you can try and fight that wickedness yeah. and lead them back you know yeah. be the grace gracefulness i think it says or something like that yeah the godly give good advice to their friends the wicked mm -hmm. lead them astray yeah you be that godly and keep on giving that good advice and stuff yeah. uh, i think like really just helping out people um and yeah just like you know not giving up on people uh, if they're leading astray like try to distance yourself or try to just pursue that um, friendship but yeah <laughs> so we got last last one uh trustworthiness oh yeah trustworthiness i don't really know what to call that one um but it goes it's with the matthew 5 mm -hmm. 11 through 12 um i didn't i don't think we should really talk about this one because trustworthiness you know like in school you know like kind of just gotta have that Give that one a pass. Yeah, because I didn't really know what to call it. Originally, I had it under friendships, and then I was like, eh, but it's not really friendships. Yeah. But, you know, I kind of did want to talk about, like, people's faithfulness. I yeah. think I was going to call it faithfulness, you know. Um, I think that's all we got for today. Yeah. So, um, let's see. To close us out, you want to close out in prayer? Yeah. I want to okay. say something, though. Okay, yeah. What do you so, want to say? So, uh, we're going to start getting into specific topics. So, let us know what we want to talk about and, uh, oh yeah oh yeah make sure to give us some questions too yeah. give us some, some questions spark some conversation yeah um and any any questions you have about christianity yeah about 
teen stuff, you know, because we're both be a special guests. You know? Yeah, if you want to be a special guest, make sure you hit us up. You know, yeah, we hit got us Alan up. Emmerich coming in as a special guest sometime. Yeah, and George, George, and George, George, the George and Talon, the rappers. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so um, yeah. Anyways, uh, let's close out in a prayer. You want to go? Close out in prayer. Um, God, we just thank you for this wonderful day. Um, we thank you for this podcast, God, and we just ask um, that everybody that listens to us. Uh, just blessed by this, God. Uh, apply this to their life. Um, if they're still here, uh, thank you for them. Uh, and yeah, just pray that they would be blessed. Uh, the rest of the Amen. Well, that'll do it. Tune in next week. <laughs> Tune in next week. Or whenever we upload. <laughs> next. Next time.